Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at Sent from Disneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Mary Henderson, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons, Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Scott Cagle, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wollin. B-Ticket patron, The Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mekong Maiden Jungle Cruise Boat passing by a charging hippo. You can see most guests following safety protocols, but one guest has his head outside of the boat and the guest in front of him has his hand in the water. Please bear in mind you should always keep your hands, arms, feet, legs, and head inside the ride vehicle. On the back it reads, The Explorer's Boat. The Explorer's Boat in Adventureland nears dangerous waters as a hippo approaches in Disneyland's Rivers of the World. It's postmarked February 16, 1959, with a red lens Pray for Peace cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visited the park on Saturday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 67 and a low of 38. Park attendance that day was 11,468. It's addressed to a Master David DeBall of Flint, Michigan. It reads... Redlands, California, February 15th. Dear David, we rode on this boat on Saturday and went all through Disneyland. Wish we could have had you and Sharon with us. We sent a globe for Christmas and cards last fall. Would like to know if they reached you. Why doesn't Mother write and let us know? Ben and the girls drove us back out here Tuesday from Santa Monica. Will drive us into the airport tomorrow to fly home. Hope you are well. Love to you and all. Harold and Mildred. I chose two Adventureland Jungle Cruise postcards this week to dive deeper into the Adventureland Bazaar. One question I get a lot is, what have I learned doing this podcast? I'm always surprised when I start reading and researching about something that I think is going to be small and ends up being a much larger topic. I started researching the Bazaar for episode 125, sent from here and there, thinking it would cover half an episode, but then I learned how many little shops filled up the Bazaar. And now, here are some more stories from the bazaar. In the previous episode, I mentioned that the independent vendors would buy their merchandise from around Los Angeles, and some would import, at a low cost, goods from exotic parts of the world. One of the shop owners had a sticker made that read, Souvenir of Disneyland. After the other shops noticed how well the items sold with that sticker at the bottom, they began to make similar stickers in styles that matched their merchandise design. One retailer could not keep their salt and pepper shakers in stock. They would buy them by the gross and slap the Disneyland sticker on the bottom, and they would fly off the shelf. One of the more specialized souvenirs available at the bazaar 
was a custom-fitting hat made out of palm fronds. An artist known as Hawaiian Abe would make the hats in less than two minutes. They'd be trimmed and sold to guests. Hawaiian Abe was known to organize luau's and would show up and make custom hats at Southern California tiki bars. It would be amazing to have someone like Hawaiian Abe at Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Hotel. Enfield Post is so fast. I received my 32 cent carousel horses and my 29 cent Legends of the West stamp sheets in my mailbox and I'm so excited to use them. I need to find some more King Arthur carousel postcards and a few 8 cent stamps or if I pair it with a 6 cent Walt stamp, I can add a 2 cent stamp and should be set. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D. P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Swanee Lady Jungle Cruise Boat floating past the elephant bathing pool. You can see some of the elephants spraying water from their trunks towards the boat. On the back it reads, Elephant Bathing Pool. Far from civilization in the remote jungles of Asia, an explorer's boat cruises past Indian elephants at play in their sacred bathing pool, one of the many thrills that await jungle travelers in the wonder world of Adventureland. It's postmarked July 16, 1972, with a Los Angeles cancel and a six-cent Eisenhower postage stamp, Scott number 1393. I assume they visit the park on Friday, July 14th, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m., the weather was a high of 80 and a low of 65. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. William I. McKay of West Nyack, New York. It reads, Friday, p.m. Had fun at Disneyland today. Sure did a lot of walking. Weather has been very good. It really hasn't been so hot here in Southern California. Leave tomorrow for a ride along the coast to Santa Monica. Love, M. Another artist who had a shop in the bazaar was Weldon Eli Headley. Headley moved to California from Oklahoma and began an independent business by taking driftwood and making tables and furniture. He would find discarded nets and seashells on the beach and make lamps. He sold his work to Hollywood set designers working on film sets set in the South Pacific and to LA boutique shops. Eventually, Walt found Eli and asked him to make one of his other hobbies, making tiki sculptures by carving palm tree trunks to decorate Adventureland. This led to Eli's bizarre shop called the Island trade store. Eventually, Eli had three spots in the bazaar and opened a store near Knott's Berry Farm. He continued his work outside of the park, making tiki decor for Don the Beachcomber's Chicago restaurant, Trader Vic's in New York City, and other bars around the U.S. He retired in the late 70s, but his grandson, known as Bamboo Ben, still designs and builds for tiki bars and has a shop in Huntington Beach. Looking through some of my vintage maps and through my 1990s maps, the bazaar kept individual shop names even after most of the shops had closed. It wasn't until the early 2000s that the bazaar was simply known as the Adventureland Bazaar. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow RussRomano2021 on Instagram.
The front of my incoming postcard has a palm tree framing the island of Bora Bora. You can see part of a sandy beach and clouds touching the top of the island. It's postmarked July 8th, 2022 with a Papara Tahiti cancel and a 140 franc Frederick William Beachley postage stamp. It reads, Hi Quirky, we are in the real life tiki room. It's beautiful here. Just got engaged. Heart, Kim. Thank you so much for the postcard, Kim. So much awesome to talk about on this postcard. First, how long it takes to get a postcard from the South Pacific. This postcard took well over a month to travel to the States. Next, the cool postage stamp of English Naval Officer Frederick William Beachley. The image used for the stamp is based on a painting of Beachley made by his brother, George Duncan Beachley. Their father was also a famous painter and was a portrait painter for King George III. Finally, the most important part of this postcard is your engagement. So amazing that you sent out a special engagement announcement via postcard from Bora Bora. It's reminiscent of a time that you would send a postcard to make a quick announcement when calling someone was too expensive. Nowadays, it's easy to post something on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok to announce a major life event, but it's wonderful to have a physical piece of mail to add to my collection of warm memories. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.